Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? When are you guys going to learn? The more you indict, the more we unite. Facts. It's Trump 2024. We don't care. You heard me? We already made our mind up. You already know when the hood got your back. Man, they deep in the hood. Gangsters. Talking about Trump 2024, you heard me? Woo woo! Gangsters! The hood got this man back. I'm just trying to tell you. You heard me? And we ain't we ain't stupid, man. American people, man. We ain't we ain't all them talking about lockdowns and back when the mask and all that. You know, they got a new virus coming and it's gonna be man, nobody don't care. Ain't fooling nobody no more with none of that. You know, new jack, man, nobody. Nobody being fooled no more. We all the way up. You heard me? It's Trump 2024. That's what it's going to be because we ain't having nothing else. From sea to shining sea. Three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Network program. You know what? This is a big day. We have Wendy Bell Radio Network correspondent Oscar Blue live with us. Oscar, you're, I presume you're in Mexico. Are you in Tijuana? Yes, Ms. Wendy. Good morning to the Wendy Bell Radio listeners. Yes, I just arrived uh, a couple of days ago from the Darien Gap again. It's my third time crossing it, uh, and I am in Tijuana, Mexico, Ms. Wendy. Tell me what you saw. What's going on? Because we're hearing 10,000 people a day at uh, at um, the, the past there in, in Texas. Tell me what you're seeing, what you saw along the journey. Is it getting worse and worse? It is uh, an unprecedented disaster. I've never seen anything like that in my life. Uh, what we saw in the Darien Gap, in a nutshell, it is just unbelievable. I don't know how the United States is going to uh, admit all of these people and how they're going to maintain it. Uh, just to give you a quantity, Ms. Wendy, uh, let's go by order. Coming down from the Darien Gap, uh, it is 1,500 to 2,000 uh, people a day. There's two migrant camps exactly as they are coming out. One of them is called Lajas Blancas. They was holding 5,000 a day. The other one is called uh, Bajo Chiquito, that it was holding 5,000 a day. Also, you will see piraguas, these boats that they go from one village to another. We counted 116 piraguas a day. 2,500 migrants average uh, per day. And then we went to Plan de Hualaca, that is a migrant camp that is located steps away from the Costa Rica, and they were talking about numbers between 3,000 people that they were processed uh, every day, an average 20,000 people crossing every day from the borders of Panama into Costa Rica, that they are directing themselves into the United States of America. We saw multiple people dead alongside the river. Uh, there was multiple children uh, coming down in really precarious and difficult situations, multiple mudslides. And uh, on this trip, sadly, I had to rescue a couple of children from these rivers that they were growing as parents, as, as this irresponsible parents. They put their children in through these horrible journeys and, and terrific, uh, you know, uh, uh, places where they're not supposed to be migrating. Also, we witnessed, again, people being assaulted, people being abused. 
the authorities from Panama did not get there on time to arrest the people, but they cleared the area so people will not be again arrested and abused through this area. Clearly, the Colombian cartel, it is in charge on the other side of the border of Panama, pushing hundreds of thousands of thousands of people every single day in rainy season, in the most difficult season in Panama. And more than that, I have other news regarding on the border, Ms. Wendy, but that is regarding uh, uh, the particular situation in the Darien Gap, which is extremely scary. Understood. Continue, please. The floor is yours, Oscar. You're the one seeing this awful migration. Please go. Yes, in Tapachula, you have another exacerbated, that is the border with Guatemala. Uh, the Commission of Refugees, it is surpassed right now uh, in, in Mexico, uh, in the south border. More than 3,000 there are uh, stuck there at a bottleneck, and more there are going to arrive. This is a trickle effect that is a domino effect that is going to continue all the way from the borders of Colombia all the way up into uh, the borders of Mexico. One thing that I forgot about the Darien Gap, there's other migrations that they're coming. Not only the average is 75% to 80% that they're from, from the country of Venezuela, but now you see more people from Afghanistan arriving, more people from China, and a new migration that it was shocking to me, people from Vietnam also arriving more massively, people from Nepal, uh, all people from the world, from Africa, uh, from all parts of the world. It is, it is unbelievable. Also, another thing that is, that is half because of these open border policies of the Biden administration, uh, the migrants started arriving and jumping on these trains that they go from south of the border of Mexico, from different states on the border of Mexico, into the northern borders in the United States. So the trains were exacerbated, uh, you know, uh, with migrants in the path of these empty containers and open containers. Because of that, the companies, the federal companies of, that it's called Ferromex, uh, uh, you know, railroads from Mexico, they have closed operations, uh, more than 60 trains. They have canceled the operations due to the, they want to say that it's because of the security of the migrants jumping on the back of the trains arriving by the thousands to the border. So now because of these Biden open border policies, the economy of Mexico, and the most important thing that is more than 75% of these trains they deliver goods and they deliver the exportation and importation coming in from south of the country. It has been stopped. So this is the most aggravated situation. Now the railroads have been stopped due to this mass migration and these open border policies. That you will see the trickle effect little by little. What they have, what the American people have been seeing in Eagle Pass these days, and also in Arizona, it is just a small, small fraction of what is coming. It's a really small, small fraction. A lot of people get, they're starting to get like, oh my God, 5,000, 10,000, 2,000 a day. That is completely just one day oh of what is arriving into the Darien Gap and what is being processed into the country of Costa Rica. It is going to be exacerbated. I don't know how. Uh, you know, the United States is not saying anything about it. The current administration when Panamanian government is the one that is getting slammed, it is a small country that is spending millions, millions, millions of federal funds, and already the Panamanian government is not only calling this a humanitarian crisis, but also they're calling it a national security crisis, and nobody's putting attention to it. Meanwhile, not the Biden administration, it is the one that is incentivizing this to continue, and it is completely destroying sovereign borders along the way to the, to the, to the country of the United States as well. Oscar, tell me, what is the what is the makeup of the individuals 
making this journey to America? Is this family unit stuff or is this all young military age men by and large? Well, we saw a lot of military age men. The average is military age men, but I am not going to lie. I saw a lot of families, uh, a lot of women, a lot of children. I guess I saw that. And, and there is a lot. Majority is uh, military age men. We saw women uh, inside of the Darien that they lost their sight because drinking water from bacteria. We saw a lot of uh, children, you know, uh, dehydrated, a lot of children in precarious situations that they put themselves through this journey. But the majority, uh, yes, it is, let's say the majority, yes, is military age men. Uh, people from Africa, the majority is military age men. Uh, people from China, they are the majority, they were families. Uh, people from Venezuela is an average, it variates, uh, you know, between military age men and also families. Uh, and, you know, people from Vietnam, it's also there was families, but mm-hmm. the average is military age men. What is it like now that you've made three trips in this very dangerous um, route of, of this migration path, the Darien Gap? W- what's it like to come home? Like, how do you how do you decompress from that? I, I can't imagine after what you see. Like, how do you manage that? It, it has been difficult. Uh, I just arrived home and I had a stomach infection. Although we had a filter that is a microbacteria filter that it cleans the water, but also we're drinking water from 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 the from the jungle and 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 decomposed bodies have been all over the place in that water. So uh, I had a stomach infection. That's first of all. Uh, second of all, my fingers were extremely cut uh, and bleeding on the third day. I could not walk uh, because of the enormous effort to carry children out of the river. Because it is my obligation to be a journalist, but I will not you know, prefer children dying instead of reporting. I could not do that. And I give it uh, to the center front, is the border officials of Panama, that they're angels in this jungle, that they save a lot of people from this incorrect migration inside of the jungle. Uh, but talking about decompressing, Ms. Wendy, it is just this time it was really depressing to see children uh, continuously asking their moms, why? Why you put me through this? Where am I? When are we going to get out? Why are we doing this? And it is a question that I was continuously off-camera telling the migrants, why are you doing this? Why are you irresponsibly putting this through child? And they always come out with the necessity factor. But it's just, I will not put, in my own understanding, I will never put my necessities on top of my children's and my child's life. And they do not understand that. And for me to decompress, come back home, and, and, and get to the thought process of trying to understand these people, it's really difficult. But the most uh, aggravated thing of my per- of my perception is that when is this going to stop? And it's and I see that it's that it's until you know countries, small countries are standing up as Wendy, the Panamanian government. The other day in the United Nations, they stood up in front of these global animals, mercenary uh, globalists, and they told them we need to we need to, to to fight for human life and for these people to provide a better life into their countries. Also, the, the El Salvador president Nayib Bukele also stood up and said, we have made a change. People are not migrating outside of our country because we are combating the organized crime and the bad people. So there are solutions towards this, but the globalists are the ones that they're inhuman, and they're the ones that they're doing this. So it's really hard 
to decompress from all of this when they're coming home. No, absolutely right. Oscar, I want to thank you. I hope we get you back here soon because I know you've got other journeys, but we've got some sound to play on the flip side of this break, ladies and gentlemen, to tell you how the administration is uh, putting lipstick on this pig. No, 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 there's no crisis. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's the Republicans' fault. I swear to God. (laughs) Don't get me started. We're going to go there next. Oscar, thank you on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. So one of the benefits of having a radio network that you develop is you get to find great people, which is why we have Wayne Peters who reports for us in Canada. We have Oscar Blue who reports for us in Mexico. And they let us know what the truth is because you're not getting the truth. Great pushback in Canada, by the way. Parents rising up and saying, get away from our kids. Stay away. All your transgender nonsense. Touch my kid. You'll fight me. This is what it's come to. They're trying to get some kind of a million person march going. Kind of like a freedom convoy. I feel you. 100%. We're with you. But we wanted you to hear from Oscar because we knew he made multiple trips into the Darien Gap. He gives us updates. And if you follow him on social media, you follow him on our website, Wendy Bell Radio Network. Uh, We've got his link to all of the stuff that he does. I want you to hear what the administration says after we've got Bill Malusian. He's the Fox News contributor who covers the border. And John Roberts yesterday was asking him about, you know, we've got 10,000 people coming across just at Eagle Pass. 10,000 a day. That's one, that's one area. And Eagle Pass is a population of 30,000. They're getting one-third their, their city population, their community population a day. Where are they going? Trampling fields. Leaving garbage everywhere. Sleeping God knows where. Breaking in. Who knows? Listen to the inter- the exchange between John Roberts and Bill Malusian yesterday. Go. Yeah, it would seem to be just as hot there in the Texas border as it would be in Venezuela, uh, Bill. So if they're trying to get away from climate change, um, they're going to the wrong place, at least initially. Uh, you mentioned the White House briefing. Karine Jean-Pierre insisted that the president has taken historic action since he took office in January 20th, 2021, to address the border crisis. You've been covering the border crisis pretty much since the day that he took he, he took office. How have things changed there on the border in the midst of this, quote, historic action? So the biggest thing the White House did, which they thought was going to solve this crisis, was this CBP-1 app and mass paroles into the country. So essentially what they did was about 1,500 people per month, they were going to give them appointments on this CBP-1 app, tell them to show up to a port of entry, and then they would be uh, paroled into the United States. Excuse me, I think I said 1,500 per month. It's 1,500 per day. So you're looking at a little over you know, 30 to 40,000 people per month. They were going to have show up to ports of entry and get paroled into the country. The idea being we're going to cut out the human smugglers we don't want people crossing in the river we don't want those images of people crossing in the river let's have them at the ports of entry and we'll get them in well the problem is the migrants aren't happy with the cbp1 app they say it takes forever to make an appointment the app keeps crashing on them they don't like it they don't want to use it so instead why wait for that when you can just cross the river get processed and get released into the community. And it simply has not worked. These lawful pathways the White House was talking about after the end of Title 42, uh, remember they're mass paroling Cubans, uh, Venezuelans, Nicaraguans, and some Haitians into the country. They thought that was gonna push the numbers down for a while, and it did for a little bit, but now most of what we're seeing come across again are Venezuelans. 
No, can we just call a spade a spade? There is no attempt to stop anything. This is exactly purposeful. This is the play. And anybody who's trying to say what the administration's objective is, who doesn't say the objective is to ruin America by bringing in a bunch of people who don't belong here and then undoubtedly starting some kind of skirmish before the 2024 election, do you not think we're not going to have migrant migrant flare-ups? I can predict that, can't you? Oh, no! Don't pay attention to us as we're stuffing the ballot box over here. Look at that over there! Look at those people fighting! Let's go over there! Right? There is no objective of this administration except the destruction of our towns and communities. The invasion of every sim- single zip code. And then you've got, your, you've got your alleged do-gooders out there. Your sanctuary city folks, right? Your Gavin Newsoms, your Eric Adams, your Kathy Hochul's. All of a sudden, they're like, wait, wait, what? How many do we have now? Oh, because that's a mystery. So apparently the migrants aren't pleased with the app. Suck it. Go home. This isn't a humanitarian mission. This is a human invasion. It is an all-out war on our southern border facilitated by the O'Biden administration. Duh. Right? Why do you think Klaus Schwab, that evil, sinister jerk that he is, is so about this? Blur all of the lines of the borders. Let's get a bunch of people culturally completely opposite one another who don't see eye to eye culturally, personally, religious wise or otherwise. And we'll just push them together and uh, we'll make taxes unaffordable and everybody will be miserable and broke. We, however, will be rich. Duh. Gotta hear Corrine Jean-Pierre. Peter Ducey is like, uh, you, so you guys say that you're making progress, that this is good, that you guys have made, take, taken historic action. Is 10,000 people a day just an Eagle Pass? Proof of that? She behaves like a toddler, toxic woman. Next, on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Let's get back out to it. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio program, you guys. This is this is the real war. The war being fought right now, it's not even being fought. We have an emasculated, wussified border patrol. Not because our agents aren't up to the job. Not because they're not good at what they do. There's no functional way for the number of men and women on the job to do the job when they're not allowed to do their job. Can you believe that the Biden administration took freaking air marshals out of the sky and made them glorified travel agents on the border? Ah, you know what? We'll roll the dice with the planes. Hopefully none of those pilots are going to have some weird adverse reaction to something they shouldn't have taken. Okay. That's why they have extra people on planes, ladies and gentlemen. Just in case. I mean, think about that, right? Let's take those uh, air marshals off the plane. We're going to put them on the border because we need some in. We need some folks down there. And what's the administration's response to this? We inherited a broken system. Do you notice that? Every single thing these people do purposefully because it's all planned. The playbook. Blame a Republican. Blame a conservative. Blame MAGA. Blame domestic extremism. Blame Catholic parents. 
Blame people who believe in the life of the unborn. Blame guns. Blame speech as being hurtful. Misinformation. We have to stop that. Blame Donald Trump. Blame. How is the guy who's not been in office in two and a half years always at fault? (laughs) Enough people are like, well, you know what? We don't believe anything you say. And certainly, we've stopped long ago believing in anything Corrine Jean-Pierre says. It's nice to monitor just so you know the opposite ga- game that is really going on. So here's, here's a mashup of all of the people in advance of Corrine Jean-Pierre just being the dolt that she is. Um, a mashup of, of some of your elected leaders, some of these wonderful people. Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, Mayorkas, Corrine Jean-Pierre. Nope, it's secure. Everything's A-OK. Remember, this is the narrative. Go. It is my testimony that the border is secure. We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border. And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane. The border is closed. We agree that uh, the border is secure. We're executing a comprehensive strategy to secure our borders. One of our highest priorities is to ensure that we have a secure border. And that is what we are doing. The border is secure. I'm not usually a fan of like creepy music, right? Halloween like music, but that's exactly what it is. When your administration lies to your face every single day, that's what it is. We're living amidst a human invasion that is planned and it's being executed. And then when it's appropriately called out by, let's just say, some folks like Peter Ducey, <clears throat> Bill Malusian, you're going to hear Corrine Jean-Pierre behave as a toddler. First up, though, of course, this is the new talking point. Everything they're doing is humane, safe, and orderly. You're going to hear it multiple times. Humane, safe, and orderly. Did Oscar telling you what he experienced there, did that come across to you as being humane, safe, or orderly? Of course not. They're counting on, do not go and shoot this. Media, you're beholden to us. You're our propaganda wing, right? Don't go show what's going on at the border. If we don't cover it, it didn't happen. If I refuse to see any examples of alleged election fraud i can say i've seen no election fraud there is none it's not factual this is factual though according to corinne jean pierre humane safe orderly listen we have worked very hard the president have worked very hard to implement a strategy when it comes to the border that is humane safe and, and has orderly enforcement we've tried to make sure that we continue to deal with this in a humane orderly way we're going to continue to implement a strategy that is humane that is safe and that is orderly as it relates to enforcement and so the president's going to continue to be committed make sure we do this in a humane way make sure that we do this in a safe and orderly fashion wow God, I wish I had Oscar on the phone because he would lose his everlasting mind on that. Humane? Bodies being fished out of the freaking river that decomposing on the side that children have to step around? Orderly? Orderly. As they're getting raped in the, in the freaking jungle? Is that, that's orderly? What? Come on, Corrine. You can do better. No, you can't because you're the face of darkness. 
Peter Ducey calls her out. Are you saying this is some kind of great achievement that you guys, 10,000 people a day, just an Eagle Pass, a single day, 10,000 people every single day to you is no big whoop. Listen to her little tantrum after the fact. She's going to try to blame Republicans and he's going to go, come on, man. And then she's going to do her little petulant. I'm not calling on you then. You don't play by my rules. No, 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 no. How embarrassing. Go. What do you call it here at the White House when 10,000 people illegally cross the border in a single day? So what do you call it, Peter, when GOP puts forth a... a, a wait, no. No, 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 no. No, you can't. Green? I'm answering... Okay, we're going to move on. You're answering on. No, 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 okay. no, 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 we're moving on. Green, moving. please. In the back, no, no, you said you were stopping the, the flow back. of the border. No, no. I tried to answer... Peter, uh, okay. I tried to answer the question. You stopped me. Let's go. Okay, so, I tried to answer the question by blaming some other people. The GOP isn't helping us fix the problem. You opened the border. Isn't that juvenile? Hey, Democrats, are you waking up to that? Are you seeing that that is what your alleged vote is getting us? Random people coming now in your neighborhood. They're going to be in your kids' schools using up your resources. You're going to pay for it. They're your taxes right there. Good job, guys. Bill Malusian, been on the border for two years. Asked, you know what, Corrine Jean-Pierre said they're stopping the flow. He's stopping the flow of what? Because it's wide open. You know it's wide open. Audio soundbite one. Because remember, just three weeks ago in late August, Corrine Jean-Pierre was up there at that White House podium saying that they were, quote, stopping the flow here at our southern border. I mean, I'll let our viewers decide, but does this look like stopping the flow? The images we've been showing the last few days here, Eagle Pass has been completely overrun. Amen. Completely overrun. I want to see more fire from these people, though. Bill Malusian is, and he's darling. I like Bill. And maybe he's, he's got to operate under the auspices of the Murdoch family, even though Rupert's moving on to pasture. Whatever. We all know what Fox News is. These are not conservatives. This is rhino at the best. At the very best. And I don't like people who fake. I want to hear Bill Malusian say, this is madness. It's total built by design madness. And any of you morons who are watching me should know you're responsible for this madness. And we judge you. You want to put a Biden-Harris sign in your yard? Go ahead. I know exactly how I feel when I walk by. Or one of those really touchy-feely signs. All are welcome here. Unless, of course, you voted for Trump. Hypocrite hacks. Malusian continues. Audio soundbite number two. You've got the Democrat mayor of Eagle Pass declaring a state of emergency. Kind of big deal, don't you think? Go. Uh, they had 2,500 people cross in one group early Monday morning. You guys saw what happened yesterday out here, that massive single group of about 3,000. The activity has been nonstop all day long out here. Eagle Pass is a small community, population of 30,000. The mayor out here is a Democrat. He's declared a state of emergency because of what's going on out here, and he's directly appealing to the White House. Mm. This is my favorite. This is where you're not supposed to believe your lying eyes. Don't believe the things that you see, the madness, the mayhem. Don't believe what, what you hear about fentanyl overdoses. The two-year-old in Washington, who the medical examiner 
upon autopsy said has never seen more drugs inside a baby than inside that little girl's body because her dad was high and she found tablets laced with fentanyl and gobbled them down died in his lap and he didn't even know because he was all whacked out you're not supposed to know that we're not going to talk about that we're not going to talk about the massive humanity crushing our schools and our hospitals and now this push to make them voters give them driver's licenses i thought id was racist remember but now there's this mad scramble to get the 15 million people who are allegedly going to cross before joe biden leaves office make sure they're registered raring to go no not supposed to believe that stuff it's about something bigger you guys it's about something far bigger this crisis is you want to know what it is brace yourself audio soundbite three Guys, I was on a background call with DHS officials last night as they were announcing this new uh, TPS extension for Venezuelans. And on that call, these DHS officials acknowledged that there is a surge in the border numbers right now, but they attributed that surge to economic fallout from COVID, to climate change, and to authoritarian regimes. Guys, in the more than two years I've been doing this, uh, the amount of migrants that have told me climate change is the reason they're coming here would be zero. Zero. Yeah. Everybody tells us they're here for trabajar, which means to work, to link up with family already in the United States. Or yes, there are some fleeing horrible regimes all over the world who do intend to seek asylum. Nobody's ever t talked to us about climate change. They want to work, yeah. they want to meet family here, or they're fleeing from a bad government. Mm -hmm. And you guys see the result right here. This has been going on all morning long. You guys have been watching the drone shots. You know what I hear? I want to hear him say climate change is code for I suck. Anybody who drops climate change as a reason for anybody, anything, any decision, any dollar being spent, any decision being made with executive wand waving privileges, anything, any of that, anything that tramples our freedom, that's all garbage, suck. We know who these people are. It's climate change. You need to stop it. Everything we need to do needs to be about that. Hopefully everybody's waking up. Mass migration is about climate change. Ah. Got it. They try to tell you this with a straight face. Like they try to tell you that Joe Biden is aware if he's alive, right? Who's, who's playing Joe Biden today? Who, who's playing? We've got, we've got so much going on that's so fictitious. And yet reality is six, seven, eight dollar gas coming back. Reality is the lowest number of people looking to buy a home in like the last 50 years. Reality is mortgage rates that could go to 8%. Are you out of your mind? Reality is telling you in California that if you don't abide by whatever your child says is their gender, you don't honor that, pay homage to that, well, you can lose your rights to that child. I'm sorry? Really? Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen, because when we come back, what exactly are we paying taxes for? It's kind of a game we play. We found two big whoppers they don't want you to know about. We found them. And so we're going to add them up for you. Yeah, they're going to be on your tax bill. Don't worry about it. We got you covered next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. 
Hey, Brock, while I'm talking, would you please go through our exchange and give me the Simon Ataba story again? I missed it. I know it's somewhere and it's floating around. I want to tell you guys about this because we, we do this game and it's not a game. It's not funny. But you almost have to make it funny because it's so preposterous what we're paying for. The ridiculosity out there that they try to pass off to us as something we all have to get behind, usually because of some suck-worthy objective like climate change. You know, that's not an objective. It's not, a, it's not an attainable goal. We're going to eliminate world poverty. Good luck with that. The only way we can do that is by taking all of your money. See, we're all poor, so now nobody is. Excellent, right? We're going to eliminate world hunger. Fantastic. You know what? It's not a believable objective. Here we go, Brock. Thank you very much. Simon Ataba also gets in the crosshairs of Jen, of what's her face? I almost called her Jen Saki. Is there really any difference? No, it's not. He broke this a couple hours ago with opposition in Congress. Joe Biden issues a memorandum granting new powers to the Secretary of State to provide $128 million in assistance to Ukraine. More. More friggin' money to Ukraine, 128 more dollars, million more dollars. Assistance to Ukraine without regard to any provision of law. Within the Foreign Assistance Act of 1961, he took his magic wand and he said, you know what? Screw you. Try me. That's what he did. By the authority vested in me as president by the Constitution and by the laws of the United States of America. Including Section 621 of the Foreign Assistance Acts of 1961, I hereby delegate to the Secretary of State another mental midget. One, the authority under Section 614A1 of the FAA to determine whether it's important to the security interests of the United States to furnish approximately $128 million in assistance to Ukraine without regard to any provision of law within the purview of blah, blah, blah. Basically, I say, this is what we're doing. There is no congressional vote. I'm not interested in what you think. Suck it, says Joe Biden. How do you like that? You like that? It's never ending. Never ending. And it continues. How about this story from Red State? The Department of Defense awarding a potential $2.5 million grant. They've already spent about a million of it. $2.5 million on transgender health medical evaluation unit services. What in the hell does that even mean? $2.5 million. Transgender Health Medical Evaluation Unit Services. That's called verbal freaking spaghetti. You know who could really use two and a half million dollars right now? The people who lost everything in Maui. The people who can't even get meat or milk or fresh vegetables because the government only offers spam and Vienna sausage. Mmm, nutritious. Hi, I'm sorry. I know you lost everything. Yeah, I know we funneled you onto that one road and that fire burned across the whole road and your family was incinerated. Yeah, I know that your home your home was burned to the ground. Yeah, I know that that we put up this black this black fencing around it. We've restricted any kind of drone access over the burn zone because that's not suspicious at all. And I know the water didn't work. The sirens didn't work. I know the Coast Guard is intercepting uh, relief efforts from other islands as 
Hawaiians realize the only people helping them is other Hawaiians. Right? We're going to give $2.5 million to some transgender health medical evaluation unit? To do what? To tell young men and women who've been indoctrinated by leftist activist noxious teachers that they have a medical, they have a mental health condition and that if they go to therapy, maybe we can get them on the right track before they, you know, chop off private parts or stitch other pieces on. Because that makes sense. Because that makes sense. How do you, how do you wake up in America today, look in the mirror and say, God, I am so proud to be a Democrat. My party supports all these things, carving God out of school, breaking up the nuclear family, a drug, drugs all over the place. What the hell? Homelessness. That's in the name of equity, right? Diversity, equity. Mm, so mad. It matters so much. Teaching kids. You know what? You're going through puberty. Puberty sucks for everybody. But you know what's going to make it better? Cutting off your penis. Right. Abortion. You know what? You got in a jam. Well, I know that your baby's full term, but here you go. In addition to everything else they're doing. Hmm. And I wonder why my sons have a dour outlook on the United States of America and their prospects to go out in it and to prosper and to be happy and to contribute in a world of utter freaking madness. Confusing much? So the next person who wants to ask me, so what's your college graduate doing these days? Trying to figure out this awful world that we've allowed to give to them, that we've allowed to happen. He's trying to figure that out. He's trying to navigate that, trying to make sense of that. I just get a job. Oh, yeah, that'll be great. Fantastic. National security expert John Guandolo sees through all of this garbage going on. He sees through the Biden administration, through the DHS, appointing Clapper and Brennan, two of the freaking 51 hacks who promised us it was Russian disinformation. Now giving them a new job that you're paying for, too. Oh, boy. Buckle up, friends. If you think I'm fussy. <laughs> John's on fire, too. He's next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.